welcome back to another episode. My name is Tasha. I'm the founder of Lorna Media and this is the Lorna Experience podcast for entrepreneurs and digital marketers who can relate. Now, if you have been tuning in, you would have seen a familiar face and don't worry you'll hear a voice now if, when you're listening rather than watching uh, but we have the wonderful Emily's back Woo! thank you nice so much Emily for being back so Emily is the founder of Twofold a website designer and she has more to share of course so before we get started I just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening on the podcast um, I have been watching the analytics and I'm just really excited to welcome everybody that's tuning in from the UK and also from the USA which is really really awesome and yeah I'm really looking forward to the growth of this podcast and I hope you found value in the episode so far. So in today's episode we're going to talk about Emily's experience being in a digital marketing agency and we because this is going to be launching just before Christmas the 24th of December I thought it'd be really great for Emily and I to talk about about our marketing strategy for 2024 just to touch base so yeah do you want to just give a little introduction about your business and any links that yeah. people might be able to find you on like Tash mentioned I am uh, the founder of Twofold Studios which is Squarespace website design company so I am a website designer helping small businesses who are uh, service based so whether you're a tradesperson, a plumber, decorator or an accountant or even a dog walker whatever it might be I design websites specifically for service based businesses Fantastic and how can um, everybody find you? They can find me on Instagram if you at emily.j.lewis or you can follow me on LinkedIn or visit my website. Perfect. And your website is? Uh, studioscom Fantastic. Okay. So before we get into the episode, you know what I like to do. We like to celebrate our success. What are you celebrating this week? for yourself and oh, your business to be fit the week before i was ill uh had a cold and so this week's success is just getting basically back onto the bandwagon looking at my calendar ticking off those tasks that i had to reschedule for this week because last week was a no-go basically it was duvet days <laughs> exactly exactly emily emily was sick the week before i was the sick the week after so we actually are recording this a week later because I was ill and I'm also celebrating just feeling like I can actually get my to-do list finally ticked off. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and how have you stayed relevant in your business since I last saw you? That's a really, that's a really good question. <laughs> you know what? Time has just flown since our last call. Uh, since our last call, since our last, <laughs> since our last recording. I have posted uh, an Instagram reel, which I'm very proud of, shared oh, yes. it onto LinkedIn. So it's just getting back into that flow of posting posting and marketing the business i have sort of like cancelled and trimmed down my networking events for this month it's the run-up to like it's christmas it's december it's yeah it's going to be busy as is so i was like i'm going to refocus yes the strategy on, on that also before i get into how i've stayed relevant emily's 
birthday is tomorrow so this is this very special event <laughs> so if, if anybody's listening and can shout out comment in this comment section below happy birthday to Amelie Woo! I'm leaving my 20s behind and I'm uh, going into my 30s now <laughs> 30s is the best honestly I feel alive in my 30s you learn all your lessons in your 20s basically yeah. you can you can mess up in your 20s in your 30s you're like right it's time to get it together yeah shit got real <laughs> <laughs> exactly um yeah so me I have been <laughs> trying not to lose my mind mm, yeah. <laughs> honestly I think the burnout has been real so for me being able to just plan for the next month that's how I've stayed relevant in my business um you know burnout is real and especially when you get sick I think you tend to have a pity party at some point for yourself so it's good to be back energy is here okay so let's get into this how did you get into being part of your digital marketing agency so how let's let's start by that start yeah so if you listen to the last podcast uh then i talked about my freelance career and at the end of that i went into being um employed worked at Volkswagen as a receptionist and uh, top shop as a sales associate and then I came across a advert on I think it was something like Indeed or Read what what one of those ones that uh, job sites that a company called Spin Dogs was advertising for a digital marketer and I was aware of the company um what is really funny is that person the company that I had previously worked with was in a similar location so I had known Spin Dogs and the business and some of the people there uh, from just passing them by and like you know down in down in Cardiff Bay so it was great um, and so I applied for the job uh, had to go through what did I have to do I had to do an informal interview then a formal interview with a task and I had to do like a personality test and it was sort of like a mass English small little test as well just so then they could find out how you fit would fit into the company yeah how you work um you know company culture is like really important and so they wanted I guess people that fitted like you know would work well with the rest of the team and yeah you know wouldn't clash too much that kind of thing and and generally everyone who I met who works for the company is amazing they are incredibly talented um they yeah they just on, on top and really really nice people to work with uh, okay so um how long did you stay in spin dogs then yes yeah, so I stayed there for three years and Spin Dogs like an agency. Yes, yeah, right? Spin Dogs is an agency. Uh, we're, uh, they're based in Cardiff Bay. Yeah, uh, they are a website and marketing agency. Uh, so I handled. So I was a digital marketer there. So I did like a variety of different marketing things for clients. Um, things like social media, Google Ads, um, content creation. Um, used to do some UX website audits. A, a mixture, a good old mixture of things, really. Right. And um, so during this experience, how much experience did you walk into Spin Dogs with? Mm. So I'd previously obviously done my freelance business for a few years. Yes. And I had done a degree. Yes. 
and I had had some sort of like some work experience here and there as well uh, so I walked in with some some knowledge but not obviously not the, not the amount that you leave with because yes. three years is a long time 100% doing work you know nine till what was it half five six o'clock every single day you're you learn so much you've got to keep on on top of it and what you learn in uni is very different to what you learn outside on the job yes uh, and I think every job that you go into there's always something new to learn as well. Yeah. So through your through your digital marketing experience, what was your highlights and lowlights? Mm. Like what did you learn the most and what were your just uncomfortable experiences? Um, so highlights. Oh my gosh, so many. Um, I got to meet so many amazing people who work there um, and became really good friends with a few people, went to some of their weddings, uh, went, you know... Uh, stayed very much in contact with them even after I've left the the company um, or they left the company um, and working with clients as well to be fair they helped so much with with my digital marketing experience because I was on doing so much I learned so much in such a short space of time as well and just continued that career marketing knowledge development um, which is and, and that training as well they were really supportive with training mm-hmm. um, so if there was anything that you kind of like wanted to go on or be a part of they would try and help with that uh, which was really positive as well and generally working with clients as well I like working with clients yeah um, I like seeing the progress that those things made uh, got to train some people as well so uh Part of my job role was to provide training sessions and so I would do that on digital marketing specifically around social media advertising yes. and would help uh, senior or, or, or other digital marketers from other companies, they would come in for these training sessions and I got to teach them yeah. which was amazing as well because I, I used to want to be a teacher when I was really little Yes, and so when I uh, grew up I and I discovered media studies at GCSEs that my whole world turned, but I still have that love of teaching yes. and simplifying things. In, and, and I love seeing that spark that people get when they go, oh, I get this now. I love I love seeing that little twinkle in their eyes once they, once they get it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really uh, joyous, you know, yeah. for me. Uh, so, yeah, I, it was nice being able to teach people as well. Some of the lows, that's difficult it was the company grew I think the and of course we went through a pandemic as well the culture changed within the company yeah and it became no longer what it used to be yeah and I just felt like I had just outgrown the place um and wanted to sort of go in a different direction uh, so that's why I decided to leave it You said last time um, when we were talking about it, the time in order to complete the task was manageable. Like, I'm not just, I don't know how to say that. It was very much on on, on all the time. It being in an agency compared to being like in house is vastly different. Do you want to talk about the differences just more specifically? Yeah, Um, if you're a digital marketer or you, you know, and, and and you work for an agency, you are managing multiple clients and you are juggling you know 
between each task and it's very 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 fast paced so I would for example do a campaign on Facebook and I would write the copy come up with the strategy write a document sometimes design the work as well within a space of like four or five hours and get it sent to a client and then I'd have to move on to the next next projects so it's really really fast whereas working in in-house it's a lot slower you can take your time with it because you're only working on one brand you might be doing and juggling lots of hats you know depending on the size of the business yes or you might be it, it just seems to be a much slower um environment i feel like i would struggle but when you said you had you had training and support didn't you yeah in the beginning when you started uh, not really it was so the training kind of is more like we're going to check you in at the deep end okay have a crack at it you've got experience so have a go at it yeah and then um the training it was sort of like if there was like a webinar that you might want to join you could like join that kind of thing um there was a couple of events that i think i went to um so you're basically yeah. learning on the job yes so if you messed up that's when you learn yes <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah well, the, the only reason that I'm was my because experience my, anyway. my friend she actually the paula that was on the episode she was discussing this actually on mm. one of her episodes saying that she thought okay applying to an agency should be able to learn from other yeah, agency no. uh staff so like uh, other marketers yeah. or staff marketers um and that's why i was asking because to be honest with you that's how when i was working in hospitality for brand and doing the digital marketing mm. and i was i was a digital marketing team <laughs> me yeah. and i had to manage three brands within that and in three days yeah it was just so full-on yeah i personally felt like i was failing all the time and like i felt like that gave me a taste of agency life where I I know yeah. I would have not liked it at all. I, and that's why I was curious because you've obviously yeah. worked in a digital marketing agency for three years. Yeah. Did you have that support? And it just sounds like you come in with the experience and then you your experience grows on the job. Yeah, that, that was more of my experience. Obviously, there was some other people on there with different digital marketing skill sets um i came in with more social media knowledge than others and then other team members had more maybe seo experience more google ads experience so i got to learn from them some bits and then they learned from me about social media yeah and so it kind of just like fed each other really but yeah i needed to have some definitely i had like experience doing some ads before doing social media organic content and all of that kind of thing before yeah uh, from my freelancing career yeah okay awesome what experience from those three years have you taken and integrated into your business now like how did that grow you from you know freelancer life this was your transition into where you are now all of the skills because as a small business owner, like on my own as well, um, I need to be doing, so now I, I do website design, which is kind of, you know, different from digital marketing, but I need to do digital marketing things to support and run the business. Otherwise, you know, if I didn't know this stuff, I'd have to hire it out or just not do it altogether. But you need, you know, you, to run a business and to get it out there and to let people know you need to market and advertise your business and so 
the, yeah, there's things that I have learnt from the job that I now bring over, things like SEO, things like uh, conversion rate optimization, things like... What uh, is... Uh, can you specify? Yeah, so... Uh, what is conversion rate optimization? Yeah. I'm just thinking of our listeners, <laughs> you know, and um, especially aspiring digital marketers absolutely. or entrepreneurs, because I agree, like, that's mm. why I, this podcast is for entrepreneurs and digital marketers, because business and marketing go hand in hand. Yeah, <laughs> conversion rate optimization sometimes... C-R-O is the acronym, uh, is things that you, elements that you might design on your website or things that you might do to increase the likelihood of a conversion. Um, so it might be like button placement or um, it can it can lead into UX design sometimes as well. So it's, it's pretty broad. Um, but yeah, essentially it is like encouraging people to do what you want them to do on your on your website yes and a conversion can either be um yeah. like conversions is a different an um, alternative definition for like if you want someone to uh, a click can be a conversion a signing up to an email list can be a conversion um, a sale getting into that checkout screen can be a conversion um what type of engagements um, are converted basically into whatever parameters you set. Yeah. Just just to specify, of yeah. course. Yeah, and like I mentioned about SEO as well. That's uh, search engine optimization, which means like Google is a search engine. Um, there's, I think, Yahoo as well. I never use those ones, so no, Bing. <laughs> it's just Google. Yeah, <laughs> TikTok is a search engine. Yeah, Instagram is a search engine. Um, so yeah, it's it's how do you get your uh, website shown on Google for the keywords that you want to. So when someone types it in, you know, type something in, I don't know, like plumber in Newport, yes. does your website show up for that? If you are a plumber who services Newport, you know, you want to be showing up for that. So the thing is about digital marketing, it's forever adapting, changing, updating. There's different trends, there's different algorithms that happen and you've got to be on the ball with it all the time. Exactly, exactly. You're so right. Yeah. And to be honest with you, th- th- I'm definitely going to touch base on that um, for sure in a future episode. Um, so what would your advice be for aspiring digital marketers who's looking to go into an agency? What would your advice to them be? Yeah, I mean... It's one of those things where give it a go. If you you know get you want to try it out for sure, um, give it a go. See how you feel in that environment. Um, if it you know you might find that it's for you and you want to stay there, great. If you don't, then that's also fine. You can also be a freelancer doing that kind of work. You could also be a consultant. You could also be a you know working in house. There's other ways that you can still do that work, but in just different environments exactly and different agencies work in different ways as well so smaller agencies will work vastly different to really large corporations which have like hundreds and hundreds of employees so that's also something to consider I find that the people that I have spoken to that have worked in agencies have said that it's something that they do for a few years and then it's it's time to move on it's not sustainable because it's so fast-paced yes and i think i think what i would like to also just touch on for a hot second is digital marketing like everybody wants to be a digital marketer right everybody but in reality is it really is because i i literally went through um 
something recently and I had a discussion with a friend and I said to her I'm like marketing takes energy like to to sustain in the business it's so competitive being new in an agency is great for experience it's good for skill development it's good for understanding pressure time and budget I think budget would be a great thing that I would love to work more of but to be honest with you being now with my I'm freelancing I'm I'm kind of learning my way anyway you know what I mean like it's crazy you know it's really cool to you upskill anyway so there's a lot more self-discipline when it comes to freelancing but you need to stay relevant you need to understand that overnight success is is cool it can go you know you can have overnight success but what you want is consistent long-term success you do need to test 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 for conversions um and optimization and you guess what those testing never stops because of the algorithm and technology change that's amazing we're going to do any last thoughts on digital marketing agency no okay (laughs) cool we're gonna go into the fun stuff of our marketing strategy for 2024 so emily Mm -hmm. do you want to kick it off what are your where are you now where do you want to go in 2024 with your marketing create an industry specific web pages on my website so i work Uh, dividing it up by industry so you know website design for tradespeople website design for accountants you know all of those kind of pages I want to have created so then the content is more specific it's more relevant to them and also getting found then again on Google you know if it's if a plumber you know I always I always use a plumber as a reference we love plumbers we love a plumber they yeah if a plumber comes in and is like you know uh I need a website designer for plumbers then hopefully my website's going to show up it'll have content that's way more relevant to them and so they'll be able to um yeah feel like very much included in in that conversation the other thing is more consistency with my blog writing and my social media as well so this year it's I'm, I'm terrible so basically even I used to do social media for clients yes. and it's a case of do as I say not do as I say not as I do uh, because basically I need to take my own advice and this is the thing me too yeah. <laughs> it's like I know what to do yes. but it's scheduling the time to do it being disciplined and you've got 101 other things that you need to do I need to work on that consistency element of my social media 100% uh, getting more content out there and focusing on so I want to focus mainly on Instagram and LinkedIn maybe TikTok in the future we'll see Um, but I want to that's where my clients that I have had this year have come from so it makes sense for me to use those platforms more and so on Instagram uh, I want to be posting more like real like short video content what's your strategy with reels so with that is give some examples yeah so it's a mixture of doing some sort of trendy videos with trending audio just sort of like trending kind of styles that they have out mixed with video reels that are educational as well so then you're tapping into something that could go viral yes but you're also oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. what you're saying sorry um and then also you're (laughs) backing that up with educational content then as well so it's not just 
you know, that kind of dancing kind of videos that you might expect. A mixture of both, that's, that's the strategy there. Um, I've also decided at the moment to pause my, I had a separate Instagram account for my twofold one, but I think I'm just gonna run it under mine at the moment. I think what was happening was, in my mind, I'm, I've been spreading myself too thin. Yeah. And so I'm just gonna condense it into the one focus on two platforms and see how it goes and using that repurposing content as well for my blog yes into uh social media content as well so taking little bits from my blog and turning them into i don't know like six little videos that can be posted on social media exactly exactly i am the same my marketing strategy for 2024 is definitely website finish my website this um december and get my domain authority like banging yeah <laughs> like i'm talking because the thing is i've done this before mm. in 2020 2021 oh, i did so much work and then i lost my website because i'm an idiot uh i was ranking on the first page of google you know i was like oh i was living my best google life ranking and that's the thing it's like you you really want your content to be searchable so for me 2024 i want to rank for searchable content and that is with youtube and with um uh, blogging so it's driving traffic on my website i'm very much focused on multi-level revenue streams so for me it's not just about getting a one-to-one client i would like to focus on affiliate marketing i would like digital product sales and i would like uh, the creative economy uh, which is loads of adsense so my website i want to have some ads on it not all of it but just maybe the blog section and i because my vision for my business is i want to be able to work from anywhere around the world i hear you with the blogging though i don't know what it is but it's just like well i think because i've done it for such a long time i almost sometimes run out of steam for myself if that makes sense so i'm trying to like get myself into like a positive mental attitude with having like focused day so for me productivity and focus day so when we're doing the podcast it's podcast recording day then it's an edit day like obviously in an ideal world we'll be having people help us but we are solopreneurs yeah so it's it's having that right time to go okay cool let's just bust out four blog posts which can be scheduled once a week for the month and then it's yeah. done so that's that's for me is like productivity consistency like you yeah. said uh searchable content and for me developing my uh, loads of market research for the Lorna club so again like you're saying targeted specific industry service-led yeah. places it's exactly that i want is i want to get focused this is the question for you mm-hmm. is is your integration with ai are you gonna have any any integration with ai for 2024 well i've already been using chat gpd <laughs> okay how bloody love it okay okay let's talk let's talk let's yeah, talk how so um i've been it's been really helpful getting my thoughts into a clearer a clearer word basically uh, my mind runs sometimes at a mile a minute i feel and i will write out something and then we'll put it onto chat gpt and i'm just like write this clearer for me yeah and it comes back and it's like beautiful like, <laughs> jeff's kiss i'm like that's exactly what i was trying to get out of you know why exactly what i was trying to say um so it's it's been really helpful um there so i've been writing some blog some blog posts with it um 
or certainly outlines of blog posts as well getting that that out so it's never the full thing like no no, no never no. don't ever do that but it's a good kind of thing to tweak what you've already have or to use it as an idea generation yeah kind of tool that's that's what i've been using chat gpt as anyway um and you know things for like social media captions or you know little bits that you just need to tweak a little bit of help uh so yeah blog posts titles sometimes um and social media captions really yeah yeah it's been really helpful um and it quickens up that process as well of, of content creation exactly and i think this writing. is where this is what i love so i haven't had the time yet to integrate it as much as i would like to but this is definitely part of my 2024 strategy is to learn more chat gpt prompts like i've got i go on social media like on instagram mm. and i find like the one chick i can't remember her name now but she basically posts every night at like 11 o'clock and 2 a.m <laughs> Yes, I'm awake till that long time. And she's constantly giving ChatGPT prompts. She's gone really, really viral on Instagram. She's gone really, really viral on Instagram. And like, I've saved some of her videos to play back later um, to learn more prompts. When I've saved all these um, videos, I really want to start integrating it because like, like I said, time is so important. And I know that so many of these prompts, if I use it, it will really help speed the process so as i said when i have my pr- pr- productivity days i want to i did try um um video like short making with ai opus which was really cool at the time because some of it did optimize really cool shorts but when you, you've only got like two hours worth of redemption mm-hmm. and then you've got to pay and at the time using opus ai has made me realize that they still need work so for me i want to wait until ai is at a like video shorts making is at a certain standard where you can like tap into your fam- format that you want and learn how to use that properly and i think something i think adobe premiere ai is the best mm. but i don't have adobe premiere i'm not paying for that definitely not um i've got final cut pro and i use CapCut. so at the moment manual labor is where i'm at <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for like in terms of execution but definitely using chat gpt um for but more just just to level up and i think as well as digital marketers um, and business owners it's important to get familiar with ai because again it's about i think digital evolution has been here where it's like it's like force everybody on social media number one and then now people go oh, i don't want i don't like social media and then it's like businesses had to go on social media because otherwise you get left behind you miss out on the leads and the clients and now it's like it's accelerated to that next level and i think it's important to you don't have to be an expert but it's important to be familiar and start to integrate it so that you can skill develop because you don't know what the future might be what if you're in a position where you can't get hired unless you know i i AI just if you decide you're not like freelancing is not for you or you know you just don't know where life will take you it's important to have those skills um any more strategies for 2024 that's it at the moment that's what I'm going to focus on in the first like few months of the business first quarter for sure yeah I don't like to plan too far in ahead because 
it means it becomes harder for you to adapt should something come along whether it's something new that you want to try out or I don't know we enter into a pandemic again you never know fingers crossed that never happens again Um, but it's making you yeah so I like to plan something out have a rough idea for the next like few months first quarter something like that assess where I am at and what needs to improve or change is the marketing strategy that I'm working on working or do I need to try something else exactly that is such a like a key this is this is why I really wanted us to discuss this is because people think that oh I'm going to come up with this one strategy and then they don't monitor the analytics Mm. they don't really they don't want it to the performance and look here it's not you you won't know this until you have used social media to your benefit so if you're for instance like an illustrator but digital marketing is not your focus you won't likely know that okay it's only if you do use social media and start analyzing and this is why i have developed this podcast that includes marketing so that we can make you aware so i agree here i always stick to like a three month uh, three month is a good way to monitor results usually the first month kind of sits like a benchmark or whatever and then the second month you can go okay cool what needs tweaking yeah. and then the third month okay what needs tweaking and because we're also living in an industry where things are accelerating and accelerating and accelerating you will have to always change, like adapt like yeah. that's the key word yeah you have to constant consistently adapt i love that i love that key phrase of have a test strategy test it out and then by by quarter go into it um so yeah any any other i mean at the moment so i have got as well email marketing that's a bit on the back burner so i want to rejig that up as well so i have at the moment on my website a lead magnet that you know so basically um people can put into the put their email address and their name um, and they'll get sent a PDF, which is a like 38 point website checklist of things that you need on your website. Yeah. And that's free for people. And the contact details get put into my email um email software yeah Yeah, uh, i'm using convertkit at the moment there's other things out there like mailchimp active campaign mailer light so if you've ever heard of any of those um but i prefer convertkit and so i have a sequence then so once they've signed up and they get automatically sent that email with the link to the pdf yeah for the next like two three weeks they get sent a email automatically then after um with a little bit of tips as well and in introducing me and that kind of thing and i feel like i need to revisit that content on there and add more to it as well so that's another thing that i'll be looking at yeah i am i signed up (laughs) i I, i've yet to go through all your emails um but i did i did i was like hell yeah yeah Uh, i like to i I sign up to so many emails just to understand what other people are doing and how can i optimize within myself and it also is a motivator so when i see Mm. emails like oh i need to get on top of that um i also use convertkit it's amazing um i hate mailchimp 
simp i'm sorry but Same. i do i hate it with a passion convert kit's amazing and especially i'll tell you a little bit of a this is not sponsored but maybe one day <laughs> but no they've actually got a really brand like their their workplace is amazing mm. for people so we love that but also they what i love is you can start free and then you can upgrade per monthly and even on the free subscription which is up to like 100 subscribers or something um you can have your own e-commerce link and sell a digital product uh yes it takes commission of a sale but you don't need to have integrated e-commerce extra website and especially when you're getting started it's amazing um but then when you upgrade you've got this thing called automation and it's really cool you get to see the little the designs and um I also love the tagging aspect of it as well. Um, And their recent um, partnership has been with Mighty Network, which is one of like the biggest things for me right now um it's an online community space and that integration is just for me just a match made in heaven i am with you on the fact that you don't like mailchimp i don't like it it's so complicated it it's so it's yeah like they say that they've got automation but and sequences but i just like they don't visualize it in the same way there's no separate forms so if you do ever go into checking out what what the hell we're talking about essentially um because we could probably talk about this for a a long time totally uh but yeah you need sort of separate forms that people will put their emails in and then it will get tags with something and then whoever's signed up with that specific form will get sent something specifically relevant to that form yeah um whereas mailchimp just has one form one of another things is podcasting so podcasting is another tool that is not for everybody my biggest focus for marketing in 2024 is i need to enjoy what i'm doing okay so the only way to keep be sustainable and keep consistency if you're really connecting to the type of content you're making so even though short form video is a massive marketing strategy i know making the short form content in terms of instagram reels and not cutting um the podcast into short form like long form into short form it's really difficult for me to get creative with it but i am definitely starting and i'm starting to change slowly but slowly and starting to get into it but something that i'm focusing on what i can do right now that i enjoy is long form content like this and then chopping it into smaller short form content by myself with CapCut and repurposing it that way because it's really important for me to enjoy what i do i love talking <laughs> like i love talking yeah so that's like something like this is just of course i'm going to use it mm. so for me is to optimize my research um building a community using that to deliver um the right content for my community but in the way that i enjoy it yeah so podcast is a lot of work like podcast is not for everybody eventually i want to grow a team but for now um this is this is absolutely perfect yeah do you have any more strategies do you want to add yeah go it like i might jump on and do some youtube videos at some point because i personally find myself i youtube and google every everything to learn it's such a great tool um so that is something that i might at later on in 2024 jump into you never know i have told emily that i I think she should (laughs) well this is the thing you know um, this time 
people there's only so much personality that you can get across in a blog post but things like podcasts and videos where people can see your face yeah hear your voice they get to know you and you can make evergreen content as well with it exactly you know so we'll see on that but yeah stay tuned so we are this is a christmas special really so i just wanted to wrap it up (laughs) (laughs) i see what you did there (laughs) i love a good pun (laughs) that was unintentional to be honest (laughs) (laughs) let's wrap it up so merry christmas to everybody i hope that you are having a great festive season and i hope that this episode really gives you food for thought for 2024 and that you know you had a good financial year 2023 regardless if you did or didn't you grew in the process my experience podcast is here to hold your hand through 2024 bi-weekly podcast thank you so much emily for being here i really appreciate it and i hope you have a fantastic birthday tomorrow <laughs> thank you <laughs> okay cool all emily's links will be in this video description all my links will be in the video description and remember to check out the show notes till the next one Bye-bye. bye bye